Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parch and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. Is that your stomach? Are you hungry? Thirsty? Or you just need something sweet? Welcome to this week's episode of Come to the Cookout. I'm your host, Tzom, and I'm joined by Brooklyn. Let's get into it. Well, a new dawn, a new day. Are you feeling good? I am running on fumes. I am tired today. Tired. But we got a lot to talk about. Well, let's jump on in. What's on the grill? Let's jump on in because what is going on in America right now? All of these anti-abortion bills that are being passed, all this legislation that is being enacted. I just have to, I, I need to start off with... Something that I just, I just saw today. I, I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck does this mean? In Louisiana, a bill has been brought to the floor, mm-hmm. HB 813, which defines human life as a fertilized egg. At this point, anyone that gets rid of a, a fertilized egg can be brought up on charges. I would like to know who is writing, who is writing these bills because there obviously are people that don't know about biology. Because with trying to define a fertil- uh, humans as a fertilized egg, that means that anyone that has a menstrual cycle can be arrested because the body flushes out fertilized eggs during the menstrual cycle, during the time. Of- My concern is with House Bill 813, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just being dumb, but I feel like people are glossing over the impact it would actually have on vitro fertilization and the treatment of infertility. Because the law, the way that it's written, from what I can see, I'm not a lawyer, so again, don't quote me, but it defines the unborn child as an individual of the human species from fertilization and implementation until birth. The way that I think about it is the unborn child is being considered an individual human. That just means that like, you can't fertilize an egg because you cannot guarantee life from that egg. Right, that is correct. So, I, so the mother who is already struggling with infertility could be considered a felon and go to jail. Yes, that would be homicide. If you have well, a menstrual cycle, that is homicide. If you are, there's no, there's no stipulations for rape, incest, ectopic pregnancies, like anything that would harm the mother. No, it doesn't matter. Homicide. Like I, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't have a uterus. I don't. We, I mean, we talk about this every week. I, I feel don't like understand. I feel the extreme is coming month after month. I think what what I have issues with personally is there's too much of a gray area when it comes to these things, and I think people are so quick to try to pass something to be like, I'm for the cause, right, of pro life. And I'm just going to get something through the House or through the Senate. 
they just want to pass a bill to be like, look, I supported your rights. But I don't think they're thinking about the repercussions of, to your point, times that it's going to hurt the mother. If if they can't get pregnant or are trying to do the right thing to have babies. Um, I've been hearing a lot of things, though, just in general when it comes to Roe versus Wade of like how the next phase of this is going to be going after contraception. And either the, the morning after pill as well as birth control are the next things on the chopping block. Right now, they're just trying to get the actual medical procedure. But next up is the next one. Yeah, they are introducing legislation to ban condoms. So that now you're getting rid of contraceptives as well. So like you can't get pregnant, but you can't prevent pregnancy. Excuse me. No, no, no. no, no. Wait, I didn't hear banning condoms. Let's talk about condoms now, shall we, Angela? Wait, that means STDs are going to rise. Not to be like inappropriate, but mm-hmm. so now you're going to. No, because condoms are only used for only they're only used for birth control. You didn't know that. That's I, now you you have brought. There, there is no such. There are no such things as such sexually transmitted diseases anymore. Condoms are only for um, birth control. Yeah, that I think if that is wherever that's happening, I think that is the craziest shit I've heard so far. That means everyone needs to become a nun or a monk or a priest because you can't. No, that's I'm. No, that's just no on so many levels. Oh yeah, Arizona go, uh, GOP Senate candidate Blake Masters is campaigning against birth control. Even just that, that um, the document that was released, there's a. I forget what page it's on, but it, it was basically talking about increasing the domestic supply of infants. Um, so basically making people have children so that there is a surplus of infants for people to adopt. What about the children we have now in foster care system that aren't being adopted? What about that? Can we can we also just talk about how there is... We are debating and we are talking about we're making legislation to take away the body autonomy of women. There's not one law on the books that does that. That's what I told you. I keep saying like these this is why I think women need to rise up in the in the legislation and say, guess what? We're gonna start because this is my thing. Viagra, you out here selling Viagra like it's a, 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 a Flintstone vitamin just to get your dick hard. But yet your dick hard is going into someone that is not ready or prepared or financially, mentally, emotionally to carry a child. And you're saying, oh, oh well, deal with it. But you're not going to be there to help her deal with it. And then once the baby comes, you don't want to actually have any programs in place because Lord forbid they're on Medicaid. Because if you're like Texas, you got to pay that shit back. Lord forbid they're on welfare. Now you want to call them welfare queens. So what is the solution here to make sure that people are are having babies when they want to and safely? Explain it to me. There's not. There's not. There's not a system in place because they are more concerned with... I mean, it all boils down to the fact that the minorities of the United States are going to become the majority in the coming years. And so we what these bills are being passed so that white people do not become the minority. Well, you know, that's that's why we sit here and fight, right? Like 
I think it's again making sure people are aware of what's happening. Because I don't know if you're aware of this, T. This actually just came out. Uh, it came out, I think, a few weeks ago, but it's now gaining steam and popularity. But we talked about a few times about the Florida bill of Don't Say Gay, right? If you remember that one. Uh, well, since Florida signed the parental rights bill in, uh, you know, into law, uh, we've seen a ton of copycats pop up here and there. Well, be prepared to add Ohio to the list of copycats, except theirs goes a little bit further. So Ohio's state house introduced uh, HB 616. It goes further by targeting the promotion and teaching of a diverse or inherently racist concepts in public schools. What are these concepts, you ask? They include critical race theory, intersectional theory, the 1619 Project, diversity, equity, and inclusion learnings outcomes, and inherited racial guilt. So in addition to the normals of banning sexual orientation or gender identity, and this is from kindergarten to third, which is fine, right? As well as teaching in a manner that is quote unquote inappropriate, or excuse me, that is not age appropriate for grades four through 12. Now this law obviously also establishes a procedure to report teachers, school administration or, or district superintendents for them to be able to pretty much lose their license of teaching and their livelihood. So I think what's so interesting is how they talk. They take the don't say gay bill. Now they're saying don't say race. And I am just, what's next? Don't say, I don't know, like what, what is next? Okay. First off, I just looked up who, uh, who are the primary sponsors of this bill, right? And it's, Mike Loichik, District 63 in Ohio, and Jean Schmidt, mm-hmm. District 65. Now, I was like, why does she look familiar? And at first I thought it was because she was like a <laughs> But that's not what that's not where I know her from. That's rude. That's rude. That's not where I know her from. She's probably in somebody's nightmare somewhere, but that's not it. So she is, I don't know if you saw this. There's like this viral clip that's going around, and it's a it's again talking about the abortion ban, the bill that was brought up in Ohio, and it's her talking on the the Senate floor, I guess, in Ohio. And she's basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she's basically saying, rape is an opportunity for victims. An opportunity, excuse me? To become mothers. No, she did not. Shut up. Because she's basically saying that she, because she is basically saying that you know it's a bad it's a bad situation, but you can't be unraped, so you might as well have the baby. Wait, rape is an opportunity. I I who I I can't even. Her okay. exact quote is: "Rape is a difficult issue, and it emotionally scars the individual, all or in part, for the rest of their life." just as child abuse does. But if a baby is created, it is a human life. And whether that mother ends that pregnancy or not, the scars will not go away. Period. It is a shame that it happens, but there's an opportunity for that woman, no matter how young or old she is, to make a determination about what she's going to do 
to help that life be a productive human being. That's See, stop right there. Day. Let's start with that first sentence. Bring it back. You said it's a sh- something about a shame. Could you read that part for me one more time? It's a, it's a shame that it happened. Stop right there. See, you could have been done right there. Boom, bam. Now, you, you carried on and continued, Tazam, and you said something to the effect of, it is up to the mother to determination. Can you read that part right there? Just where it says up to determination. To make a determination about what she's going to Period. do. Stop right there. To do, to do, to do, period. There is no to bring this young life. You see, this is what frustrates me. I cannot, fa- I can't, I have never been raped. I can't imagine the emotional toll it takes on a person that has been in that situation and I would want to do anything to make their transition from overcoming that to be as, as simple, easy as possible and want to be there to, in, in, as supportive as possible. But Okay, so here's her <laughs> continuation of her, her remarks. She says, rape is a difficult no shit, issue. Bitch. And it emotionally... No shit. And it emo- and it emotionally scars the individual for the rest of their life, just as child abuse does. But if a baby is created, it is a human life. And whether that mother ends that pregnancy or not, the scars will not go away. You know what? No, no. She is motherfucking right. The scars of being raped will never go away. But let me tell you what will make it more difficult. If I do have that child, and I am looking at that child every morning, getting them ready for school, getting them to on the school bus. You don't think I'm, that's or, or let, Lord forbid this child again innocent coming into this world resembles my rapist. Who? Oh, I, I, uh, I know we talked about this about the the as men being able to feel um, uh, the menstrual cycle. Not to be rude, but people who think like this, they need to go into a room of some sort that gives you the feeling of being raped and traumatized. And I would love to know how the fuck would you get up every morning when you probably don't even feel like getting out of bed and you're sitting here to say, oh, that's okay. Let's bring in this thing. It's a shame it happened, but you have a baby. Now take care of it. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it hurt. Uh, Richard Brown, her Democratic counterpart, uh, responded, and he was like, "I think this girl has rights, meaning the person that's raped. Every much, every bit as much as a zygote has rights under your bill. This girl has rights, and I don't believe that we can lose sight of, of the rights of the person. Rights, but, but I don't know, and I cannot understand the the concept of how." you anyone feels okay they were raped and they should still continue to be traumatized because think about like i I can't even i can't even um equate it to anything else because there's nothing else like it you've been raped and that rapist seed is growing inside of you bonding in your with you like that's that is we don't ask that of anyone else you know what I'm saying? Like this is like it's just crazy that uh you have me so frustrated right now because I cannot believe that someone would say it's a shame, but deal with it. No, bitch. No. That's not what we do. Like, that's not that's not fair. That's not that's not conscious into whoever you said his name is. Like, that is why. What about her rights as the mother? 
as the as the victim right. of rape. How about that? Ohio. See, I need to not go to Ohio. I knew I need to go not go to Ohio. That just you know what? Don't don't have my plane do any pit stops in Ohio. No, thank you. Please keep <laughs> keep it moving because I'm scared to go anywhere. Uh, well, what about what about Alaska? Uh, well, Alaska actually is doing pretty well. So Alaska actually. Oh no, you go okay, fine. Alaska on the let's let's switch switch gears. Alaska's doing good. Uh again, I would never go to Alaska because it's too cold and it's dark half of the year, but you know, to each their own. Um Alaska is uh, trying to push a bill through to prohibit hair discrimination in schools. Now, I'm only going to give them okay. about 75% praise here because it was also originally how the bill was written was supposed to include uh businesses as well. And so for some reason, somewhere through the, the passing, that got stripped out. So I'm going to give them like a 75% clap, but not a full wholehearted clap. Um, and so for those of you who don't know, I know T and I, we, went to, we go to Essence Fest every year. And one of the th- last time we went, which was, again, three years ago, they talked about the Crown Act, which is really about making sure people are allowed to kind of be themselves. And so with their hair and not be discriminated or be told what to and how to wear their hair. So uh, Alaska's bill, again, bans school districts from adopting dress codes that don't account for black hairstyles and wearing traditional regalia at graduations. Uh, This bill also is supposed to extend to businesses. Uh, This bill, just like I said, uh, it was written back in March. It just passed this past week. Um, And so I'm interested to see how this goes. Now, Senator David Wilson, who sponsored the bill, he did stress and, and put out there, no matter how it's incremental this is, he would support it. He did reference, though, the deleted section regarding businesses, adding that racism in the workplace is not going away. So the great news, it goes back to, like, this is the flip side of what we were talking about on the other on the other topic, right? This is an incremental change I want to see, right? I'd love to see, okay, we couldn't get it completely done in the business, but we got it in school to protect the kids, right? And then we'll try again, you know, once this is passed, to, to build upon it, right? Not the other way around where they're building on abortion and trying to take away contraception and, to your point, condoms. I think that's just crazy. So hopefully the governor uh, signs this. We will have to see. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I need a little positivity, a little piece of light. Um, And this was something that brought brought some positivity in in the the negative political world, if you will. Well, at least it's something because a little (laughs) bit of light. That's all we need. That's all we have sometimes. Um, now, I, I, another thing that made me chuckle this past week is your girl, Susan Collins. You know her, Susan? Oh, Susan. She is a uh, oh, Republican. Of Maine. You, she, she, you know her so well. So there we go. Well, she's being dragged on the internets and the interwebs because this heifer had the nerve to call 911 over the weekend after she felt threatened and what do you think she got threatened for? Just just throw something out there, you think. She's a senator. What do you think senators get threatened for a lot? I mean, the only thing I can think of is <laughs> doing my job. <laughs> well, you'd be you'd be shocked. So someone she felt threatened when someone wrote an abortion message on the sidewalk in front of her house to Zom. Clutch your pearls. Did you think now? Go ahead. What? Why did no, no. they write that? The message? scary message, though, 
Did you think it was written in blood? It was written in chalk. I just want to be clear. There was no chicken blood, no pig's blood. Half of this was chalk. You upset over some chalk that you could take some water, spray it, and it goes away. All it said, and 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 all the the, the message. Let me tell. Ask me. Let, 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 let. Here's the message. Tell me if you feel threatened. It says, Susie, mm-hmm. comma, please. Mariners want WHPA. Vote yes and clean up your mess. And it was written in red, white, and blue, so very beautiful. Uh, you know, American colors in sidewalk chalk outside of her home in Maine. And WHPA, for those who don't know, that's the Women's Health Protection Act, which I guess Collins voted against sending to the Senate floor back in February, which would codify the rights to abortion in, into a law nationwide, which is the opposite of what uh, Roe Ro, Ro versus Wade being overturned is going for. So what are your thoughts? Are you Do you feel harmed or do you feel someone's coming for you or... No. And I'm looking yeah. this up right now and I see that the reason that they wrote this and this yeah, these yeah. were her neighbors, by the way. These were the, no, these weren't just like random constituents. These were her her Next literal door, neighbors. Come get you some um, <laughs> But apparently Susan Collins hasn't held a town hall meeting for her constituents in over twenty years. And when they when they email her or call her, all they get back is whatever the generic form letter responses that she's sending out that week. So they're tired of being ignored and dismissed and they thought they tried a more creative approach. <laughs> My question is why do y'all keep letting and voting this bitch at? Why why is she still getting unelected? Because she's not she's not doing her job. This is the problem that we have though. If you don't have if if there's no one on the ballot or you know, for example, if you're a Republican living in Maine and the other option is a Democrat, it's the same reason why a lot of people, you know, closed their eyes, held their nose, and voted for Trump, right? You're going to vote your party line, um, even if it's sometimes detrimental to your well-being and to to the things that you're looking out there for. I think it's a tough one, right? I think when 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 we are okay with mediocrity for so long, I think you, you just said she hasn't held one in 20 years. So we're talking mm-hmm. about, we're in 2022. We're talking about the 2000s? Like, that's, we're talking about since Bush has been in office. That's what we're talking about? Did you see the second message that they wrote after she oh, got no, the first uh, one? No. Well, first, before you say that, I want to say what she, she had the nerve to release a statement saying that we're grateful for the Bangor police officers and the city public works employees who responded to the defacement of public property in front of our home. But what was their second thing that that was so haunting? It said, you might not recognize our right to free speech, but I hope you recognize my right to have abortion. Well, I mean, for as long as you can. I mean, girl, it's just, I think it's, I don't think it's hilarious. I don't want to, that's the wrong words to use, but I think it's interesting because... Collins, as we all know, was the first one who supported confirmations of the Supreme Court justices Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch, and she was all she, of course, when the leaked document came out last week, when she was saying that it was completely inconsistent with what both men said in their hearings and in our uh, meetings in my office. So, bitch, do you think that men can't lie? You don't think bitches don't lie? Everybody lies when they in a job interview, don't they? They be like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna be on time every day, knowing that they always thirty minutes late. Oh, I'm I'm a work overtime and weekends, knowing good and well they ain't putting it. Once it's five o'clock, they leave it. 
So why would she expect anything else from people that she's supposedly saying, I believe them when they said, okay, girl, then fire them. There should be, just like I get could get fired if I lied on an application, why can't we fire these helpers? Term limits. Yes, we love term limits. Now, my last political thing, T, we're going to go down a, I'm so sorry. This actually happened uh, last month, but it uh, came up in my, uh, oh, Jesus. It came up in my feed, and I'm from New York. I know you're living in New York-ish adjacent currently. Um, and I just don't know, even as a parent, I don't know how I feel about this. But I'm pretty sure you know of a man by the name of Giuliani. But we're not talking about the father. We're actually going to talk about the son. Uh, in case of, for those of... <laughs> exactly. In case you, some of you people don't know, Andrew Giuliani, which is the son of the former New York City Mayor, uh, Mayor Ray, uh, Rudy, uh, he, is, he was or is, I can't I don't know when the date is, he is running for governor of New York. I don't know who told him to do that or whatnot. What is concerning to me is with politicians, most politicians will talk a certain way depending on what area of the, of the city that they're in, right? So if you're in the hood, you talk a little bit more, uh, you put a little bit more flavor on it, hot sauce in my bag, right? If you're in Long Island, you talk with maybe a little bit more of a draw. Well, Andrew seems to have gotten himself. Why does he look like a stub toe? I mean, they all look like that, so I don't know what to tell you about that, sir. Uh, well, he was holding a rally at, uh, hosted by a far-right group in Long Island. And I want to read a quote to you and tell of me course. what you think. He says, <clears throat> I have changed the diapers. I have looked under the hood. She's a woman. I'm going to be the last guy in a long time that looks under the hood right there. But guess what? She was born a woman and she's going to stay a woman. It's that simple. Now, before you respond, T, I'm sure you're probably thinking, what is he talking about? Well, he's talking about his four-month-old daughter and saying that she made a promise to me on the first day. She shook my hand and I said, I'm the only boyfriend till you're 25 years old and shakes her hand. That's gross. That's gross. I'm just at a loss because first of all, th there's so many things that unpack here that I don't even know where to begin. First of all, it's very pedophile, pedophile adjacent to me that you're talking about. You're looking at your child's genitalia and thinking about I'm going to be her boyfriend, all this other bullshit. Secondly, it's very homophobic, or excuse me, transphobic, because you don't know what this young person is going to be when they grow up. So I, I don't know what, what aisle he was kind of going for in this conversation with the far-right group, but I find it very concerning that this is how you're speaking about your child who is fresh out of a womb. Like, hasn't even thought about how to say hey 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 who who mama dad dad. That's what you think about. That's what you. That's what you're thinking about. And you want to run the motherfucking city. Help me make it make sense. Make it make sense to me, please. I, I 
you know what? I, I, I can't because I don't have a response to that. That is just vile. I gotta change subject. I can't even. Th- I can't even address that. I, I'm sorry. Just, just, just ain't no cooth. No cooth. Well, switch it up. Switch it up. I I am at I am literally at a loss for words. So I am going to switch it up and because ugh, um, I'm just gonna sip on my tea right here. I keep crying. No tears, just tea. I'm, I'm looking at my our, our list over here of like potential topics, and it's just something that is just jumping out at me because I'm I'm wondering why you have Biggie as a, a topic. Did I miss something? Is there some new music? Is this uh, some new uh, biopic? What? <laughs> let me know. Well, you know it's the month of May, uh, and May is tourist season. Which starts in April, but we'll, we'll digress. Um, but Biggie's birthday is coming up, and so I was just—I was sitting here and I was—I was grooving <laughs> to like, I love it when you call me Big Papa, and you know I was like, I was sitting here thinking, I wonder if I could be sipping Mo on the living room flow of his apartment, right? I was like, I'm sitting over here, so I was like, let me go take a gander. And so if you have ever thought about dream- or dreamed of sipping Mo on the living room floor of, of the Brooklyn apartment, you could do so. But you may not be able to play Nintendo with Cesar Leo because it will cost you about $4,000 per month to rent Biggie's childhood home. And I want to be very clear. This is 972 square feet in... St. James Place, Brooklyn, which is uh, Clifton, Clinton, bleh, Clinton Hill, for those who don't know. And it just speaks to the gentrification of what this, because keep in mind, for those who don't know, he was in the hood selling drugs out of his apartment. And now you could go over here and a rent for 4K a month. So go ahead and get money. As they like to give me the loot. <laughs> What other? I'm trying to think. What other? What other song titles I can throw in there that could be beneficial to them? Because that, to me, is just crack, crack. And so I was just letting you know before you leave New York, maybe you want to go rent a month over there and and um, see how it feels. Absolutely not. I just uh-huh. pulled up Zillow and Clinton Hill, and there are apartments over here that are going for seven thousand yes. dollars a month. Are you fucking yes. kidding me? It just showcases like this is a two bedroom for forty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month, eight hundred yeah. square feet. That's a, what that's the a fuck closet, is that? Dude. That's a fucking closet. Oh. Yes, there, there you go. Up. Well, I'm gonna just stay on the music music tip for a minute. Now, I know, oh, T, I don't know why I'm bringing this up to you, because I know good and well, you ain't seen this, but I know people out there listening might have. Uh, let me first start with, do you know who Kendrick Lamar is? Because I got to double check sometimes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, first of all, I know where you're going with this, and I have ah! seen the video. I have seen the new ah! music. Don't, just because generally I'm a little bit behind. A slight bit behind the Oh, curve. well, let me find out. Let, let, you, you have shut me up, like pushed me down and shut me up. 
So for those who haven't known, so uh, Kendrick Lamar, usually before any new uh, album, movie, or, or anything that he's part of, he has this the, the heart part, which is like his preview or whatever the case. And so he released a video over the past week weekend uh, sampling, uh, what was it, Marvin? Was it Marvin Gaye? I think it was Marvin Gaye. Uh, where his face literally morphs into all of the diff- these different black men that have had controversy in their lives. So what tripped me out is I was watching it, and usually I watch it, like I listen and don't literally look at the video when I'm like working or whatever. But something said, turn your head. And I looked and I said, Jesse Smollett. And I said, I know Jesse Smollett ain't no, ain't no Kendrick Lamar. I know he ain't got no verse, even though he thinks he's the male Tupac. Or what did he call himself? The gay Tupac? Um, and it, it, what I love about the video is it really pushes me to kind of rethink about what causes some of the, I don't want to say outbursts, what causes people to act act in different ways. So if, looking at Jesse Smollett, right? It's been more than three years since uh, his whole fiasco with the subway and uh, two men had ambushed him. We've talked about it here before. But what I love thinking about is like, what made him, even though he was a running joke, what kind of made him think about that? Like, wh- how, why is the hoax... It's a little bit layered. It's more nuanced. It's more. Uh, it, it's it's worthy of more of a of a examination, right? And then you see him also doing like, um, who he he did Kanye, he did Kobe, um, and if you think about Kanye, obviously he's been harassing his wife, right, or ex wife. I don't know. I think they're finally divorced. Kobe, right? Someone who was charged with rape, but then obviously people were, it was he was not he was exonerated, but like all of these people go through these things and we are judged one way when it can be a completely different story and so i kind of wanted to just get your thoughts of like not about the music video itself but how how in this current society we are so quick to cancel someone and not really seek to understand their mental health their mental wealth if you will and are just quick to be like oh nope they fucked up let's get them under the under the under the bridge under the jail um and kind of want to see what you think well, I think it goes to it goes to the point that when it's a person of color, um, you are guilty until proven innocent. You are guilty in a court of public opinion until proven innocent. Whereas that's not the case for other people. Like this is why, like the Brock Turners of the world can be caught in the act of mm. rape and not mm. go to jail. Because you are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, even though you are literally pulled from a a rape victim by other men who witnessed the act. But because your daddy has money. Yeah. And and what I will say, like, paralleling or or going back to the video, too, I think what I also, it, it just made me sit to think to kind of pause to say, I don't think, and again, I'm not speaking for Kendrick. You ask him if he does a fucking interview, he probably won't. But I don't think he's asking, or how do I say this? I think he's kind of asking us to consider reasons why people harm rather than just focusing on the harm itself. And not necessarily asking for like absolute forgiveness per se, but for more like consider the systematic reasons people step outside of their character. 
to do things that seem unimaginable, right? Like I, I, not to bring up beat a dead horse, but when I think about even Will Smith, right? We we probably spent what three or four episodes on this bullshit, but like what brought him to that point, right? Like there's been so many think pieces. We again, I'm not going to beat it again, but I think that there's so many different reasons, and it's always like, oh, I would never thought they would do that. I never, but you never put into effect of like what the system that they're trying to beat every single day and how that pulls them down sometimes and they can react. So. Yeah. I mean, you can only get beat down so many times before you react. Yeah. Like if you're always the butt of the joke at some point, you're going to say, and I just think it's, it's, you just said a, 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 a something that kind of stuck out to me is like when you're powerful and you have a family that can take you out, it's very hard to find that on our side, right? Like looking at the Kanye's and the people that he chose, those are kind of first generational wealth. We don't really have that many second, third, fourth generational wealthy black families, right? Like these are all people who have just made it. And, and our new money, which is again... It doesn't, but it doesn't... But again, that doesn't even matter. Like Oprah is richer than most black women in mm-hmm. the world, and she's still encounters. Oh, of course, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's what I'm saying. It's going to take. So it's at some point it doesn't. It, it, Hello. Hello. Oh, I was going to say, ahead. but that's what I'm saying. I think it takes three to four three or four families of wealth uh, or three or four generations of wealth to break or make changes in that system, right? Like the Kennedys, if you think about the Kennedys, they've had so many people, most of them in politics of some sort, right? That were able to solidify not only the name, but solidify their stature and status. Whereas Oprah, going back to her, she's the first in her, in her lineage, right? So yes, she's new money, but that's, they're going to treat her differently than someone that's an old money like the Kennedy or uh, I'm trying to think of another family that I can't think of right now. Mm. But I'm just, can I just say we have a victory that you actually know who Kendrick Lamar is? It's always... (laughs) Look, I am not like obscure. I do know new music. I am on yeah, social are media. You You're on TikTok. Are you on social media, though? My last uh, music topic I want to bring to you to get is probably going to... Now, I don't even know where you're going to fall on this. Now, are you familiar with who Mano is? Has that Does that name sound familiar to you? Uh, I have heard of Mano. I couldn't... I couldn't tell you any of his music. I'm so I proud of you. I, again, I don't, I don't think he has anything that that's great, but... What I want to, uh, he kind of got Twitter all rolled up. And this is a, this was on our things to talk about a few weeks ago, but it's just been, we've had obviously breaking news every week, but I, I still, it's been haunting me. So he was on a podcast recently with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. And he, something, they were asking him, you know, cause she has a, her podcast about, called Lip Service, which is like a sexual podcast where they talk about certain things. And he was asked if he was a freak when it comes to sex. 
Oh, this way, this way goes, goes downhill from here. He said, probably yes, he said, which led him to admit one of his most specific kinks. Now, pr- let me preference. I don't want to kink shame nobody. If you, if you like it, I love it for you, right? However, even I raised my eyebrow uh, when he talked about this. He was like, I don't think I do nothing out of the ordinary. I did role play before, but I like to keep role play. I like to keep, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. So sorry. I did role play before, but I like to role play with white women. And so obviously that, as, a, as any good journalist would, we're no. going to ask a follow-up question. Nope. 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 T, I ain't even told you nothing yet. You nope. over here saying no, no. <laughs> He's aware of how wrong role-playing might sound. It's so wrong. I'll tell you right now. I've never talked about this. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay. I like what to play like a, diso- a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me like what you say. There's two of them. Like It's like me getting whooped, right? You're gonna act like your master's, your your master's uh, husband, uh, wife, wife, and I'm the runaway. And I face. just got whooped by master for uh, eyeballing okay. me. Uh, but the whole time you've been really, you know, you you, you like it. Anyway. You've been eyeballing me. Nobody really went along with it. Like I okay. stood up on the wall and said, "Come on, let's act it out." And he was like, "Mano, are you crazy?" What if they call you the N word? So the other fantasy is that they whipping me, and they calling me a. So I just want to know what, what do you think, T? Should should we be shaming Mayno for his his uh, freakiness? Look, what you do in the in the privacy of your own home is your business. I, that's not my kink, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. I <laughs> I don't agree with it, but I mean, if you can find someone to do it, do it. That's you. I I have to say I'm shocked and appalled. I mean. I, I I have done all kinds of crazy things in my lifetime because I'm always willing to try things once as long as it's, we're both consenting adults. However, I do think I don't I can't even fucking imagine like I can I me in my in my in my in this year of 2022, my Lord, cannot imagine you get, per, fixing your hand to whip me in a I would be flaccid in a heartbeat. That not, nothing about that turns me on. So I can't even imagine that being a a, a, a role play scene I would want to do. I've been doctor and nurse. We could do that all day. I could be policeman, whatever, and you arrested. All those things are fun and, and dandy. However, to specifically say that you want to do this with a white woman, I think is crazy. It's crazy. And the fact that you said you let your inner thoughts become your outer thoughts. Like, obviously, he tried to bring it back later saying he was kidding because he got so much backlash. But everyone is like, no, no, you was over here. Just the coonery is just rampant. Like, I, you out here just just telling on yourself, like, if that's your kink, then that is your kink. But you you do not have to tell that to everyone. Not to mention, you know how shit like this goes. So it's like. I'm glad they made you feel comfortable enough to open up. But at the same time, that's something you take to the grave. That's something you keep all the way to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I, I have no words. I couldn't do it. I could. I cannot. No. I can't even imagine. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just can't imagine. So I'm glad that you say that this is something on your on your kink list as well, T. I'm glad that Mayno's not out there. 
absolutely not. Absolutely not. I wish I wish someone fucking would call me a slave <laughs> for the N-word during Yeah, we would be fighting for real. For real. I, matter of fact, I wouldn't even be in that situation. I'm not even going to be in that situation. This is this is not for me. I just, uh, you know, what it made me think. It made me, it made me pause after this because I was thinking, it has been so long, or check. Uh, how do I want to say this? Social media has changed the game for a lot of celebrities, but I kind of miss when celebrities were mysterious and not speaking in the public so often. Because I also think about, like, this is a product of their environment to the point of, like, they have to always be on, always being on social media. So what's new that we haven't heard about Manu before? What's new that we haven't heard about ex-celebrity before, right? Um, how, do we, how do you... Yeah, I don't, I don't really want my celebrities to... Oh, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. I agree. Have, have your... Have your opinions on whatever you want because you are a person in in society, by all means. But that doesn't mean that you have to share it with everyone. <laughs> like I don't need I don't need to know that you want to suck and jive for some white lady and be whipped and called the N word. No, I don't. I don't even know your music. <laughs> I don't even know this about you. And I don't. I also wanted to like. Did you think you were going to get points for that? Like I'm. I, I don't even understand. I don't understand the. Yeah, what did you expect to get from that story? Like, just a uh, a thousand new fans, or maybe he was just trying to like put it out there so he can get some more. Oh, that's probably it too. Like that's it. probably it too. Um, They're like, "Oh, I, I'll do that for you." That's that's probably. You know what? Now that you say that, that's men thinking with their dicks. I think that yes, that is exactly. Next, he was trying topic. to get people in his DMs. Well, first and mm. foremost, it is the weather. The Earth. weather? What did Mother Nature do to you? The weather is Earth. Look, Mother Nature need to get her ass together. She need to decide if it's going to be the springtime, it's going to be the summertime, it's going to be winter. Because my energy bill is all over the place because I keep turning on and off the fucking heat. Because I go to bed and it's 68 degrees and then I wake up and it's 35 so then I'm freezing in the bed because I don't have any heat on. Because when I went to bed, it was the summertime. But when I wake up, it's the middle of the fall. Like, get it together. I went to work. I woke up this morning and it was 63 degrees outside. But then when I get into the office, the heat is still on. <laughs> so who the fuck is controlling the thermostat? Like, And then, like, I'm okay, I'm looking at the, the weather mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. right? Actually, it looks consistent. Look at that. See, so stop, stop hating on Mother Nature. You hey, stop hating. No, no, fuck it. Fuck her. Fuck First her. of all, it's not it's Mother Nature's life. fault. It's global warming. Don't make me get on my soapbox and let you know all the people who don't recycle like they should be, all the people who don't carpool like they should. It's those people. So how about that? Well, now I'm also getting worried because I'm about to move back to California and I looked in the fucking news today and y'all got wildfires okay. all over Southern California Okay, already. you said that. Say, repeat that again. Where was that? Southern California. Where do I live? Northern California. You see the difference? That I don't even worry about I mean, I worry about it because obviously the smog and the smoke will come this way. You know, in two, three or four days after, it'll be like, oh, look, we got some smoke. Or it's gray in the sky because of people over there. 
But other than that, it don't really bother me. I think what's bothering California as a whole is right now is the um, drought, like our reservoirs. But other than that, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's every summer, every summer. Out. That's why I'm like, all right, let's you know conserve some water. I was watching some TikToks of this bitch trying to recycle rainwater, and I said, oh girl, she was using it for her hair, drinking it, everything. She said it's good for her skin. She looked good, but I said, bitch, I ain't doing it. I I, I can't do that. Okay, well, what is irking you this week? Well, you know me, T. I try to, because we are co-hosts on this, I want to try to find out, you know, topics that we both would enjoy. I know you are an avid reader, right? As as you read a book a day, it seems like, when you have the time. And I know that you are also a, a, a fan. And you have stressed on this platform how you cannot wait for Percy Jackson to come out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, because you are yes. excited at the at the option yes. of really being able to tell the story versus the movies, which I think you said was garbage. I could be wrong. You said it left more to the imagination. The second one was garbage. The first one was okay. The second one was garbage, but continue. I think we've talked about this in the past with Lord of the Rings and things of that nature, but I need young adult fans to remember that they don't own the genre. Number one. Because... Percy Jackson's been out for a minute, for some years. I'm, yes. I'm glad that you're coming yes. on board. Um, but I feel that every single time a young adult book is adapted into a film or a TV series, these so-called fans come out of the woodwork to attack the actor they don't think is right for the role. Most of these attacks seem to do with this thing called Ray. No. Really. The latest victim, and I hope I'm saying her name right, it's Leah Sava Jeffries, who was recently announced to be Annabeth. Annabeth Chase. Daughter of Athena. She's adorable. She's 12 years old. She's about, uh, you know, a little bit younger than my daughter who also wants to be an actress. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm so happy for her. And so then that was like a few days ago. Then today I noticed that she posted something saying her TikTok was banned thanks to people upset about her casting. They literally started like shadow banning her account or reporting it. And I just, I'm at, like I said, this is a 12 year old child, number one. Over a Disney show about let me let me say it again because I know you said it back when you were talking about Lord of the Rings. These are about mythical gods, so they're not real. This is not someone that you can see down the street and, and you saw them. Right, this is fantasy. These are make believe characters. This is a, this is a fictional world. So it's not like she didn't resemble the person you know and saw walking down the street. Right, she didn't resemble the description of the person in the book. However the author of the book was involved in casting and was like, she was the best for the job. I mean, that's what I do appreciate is, as Rick Riordan. I know he came out because he wrote the pilot because uh, it so happened that my daughter also likes the show. And I saw some behind the scenes of him writing or bullshit. Um, and he also came out and said, the core message of, of Percy Jackson has always been that difference is strength. This is power and plurality. The things that distinguish us from one another are often our marks of individual greatness. You should never judge someone by how well they fit your preconceived notions. And I think that for me was was everything. He was like, anyone can be a hero. And I think that's what it's really all about, right? Like, I think, I hope and pray that she is, um, obviously she's a, 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 she's a black woman, young black woman. So I'm sure she's dealt with some of this in the past, but it's just like, I hope people know, let's just allow people to be who they are and play and play who they want to play. Now, if she comes out and she does a horrible job, then yes, you can critique her on her performance, but you cannot critique her 
for being in the role when that role is, to your point, a made-up um, fantasy. In any other case, I might be inclined to agree with the the trolls to some expect, mm-hmm. extent. However, like I said before, the writer of the source material is writing the pilot and is involved in casting and has come out himself and said she was the best one for the job. That is why she was cast. And it's not like she's brand new and doesn't have... Like, you can go and look at, look at her IMDb. She's been on Empire. She's been... On, She's been working. So, like, she's not, like, she she ain't brand new. To your point, I think you stated say a moment ago, like, it's not someone that you had in your mindset of, of who to play the role. However, get over it, is what I, all I can say. And, and I think it's just annoying that people would try to go and, and make her feel... Make I mean, from, from the responses I've seen, she's been telling people, like, stop hating... You know, or like trying to stand up for herself, so it doesn't seem to be phasing her at all. I mean, yeah, because that's the face that she has to put on. But she, again, she's twelve. Like, I, I'm happy that she's able to like put that step forward. But again, these people are attacking a child who earned the role that she was given. She was just like given. They weren't just like, oh, we need a black girl. Here's one. She has a proven track record. She has a resume. You can go see her work. She and she was the best for the job. They cast her because she was the best, the one that auditioned, and she got the role on her merit because she delivered. Exactly. We'll see what happens, but she ain't bring nothing. 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 I mean, the only thing that I got is Ezra Miller is currently the Flash, DCEU The Flash, and he has been in trouble recently in Hawaii repeatedly because he got arrested, I believe, twice within like the span of like two weeks. So there's been rumors that are going around that DC is recasting him, which people have substantiated that they're not going to recast him. They're just like rumors that Dylan O'Brien might be still standing in. If you don't know who Dylan O'Brien is, he was in, I believe, Maze Runner. He was in Teen Wolf. Um, He's a great actor as well. But I wouldn't be upset if they did recast him. I don't think they're going to do it just because, as far as I know, the movie is done. They've already, like, wrapped production on the movie. They're, like, doing some reshoots of of things. I think what should happen is that they should shoot Dylan or whoever as Wally West of Kid Flash and then swap them out. So, like, release this movie with him as The Flash, have something happen where he disappears into the Speed Force or whatever, and then Wally West is the new Flash that is, like, trying to find him or whatever, and just get cut the ties and get rid of him. But that's me. All I know is he came in my feed yesterday, or day before yesterday, because the video leaked of him being arrested. The thing that got me tripping was he was like, I get assaulted and I start filming, using it as NFT crypto art or some shit. And I said, you know what? This is too rich for my blood. I don't know what to do with them. They have been on a constant tear for the wrong things, right? Like you were in Fantastical Beasts. You like you are in both of these big ass franchises where you can be the next it person, right? However, you keep fucking up. And I just don't understand. I just need a little something sweet. Come with me, baby, we'll get it. That coffee and the cream are together. Oh. Much of it's a madness. 
That was your show. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of thoughts about it. You've been you've been on your thing. Um, I will say that overall, I did enjoy it all all week, all week, all week. And I'm gonna go see it again because I I I just I literally right before this, I was watching someone else's podcast about uh, Multiverse of Madness, and they pre- pre- presented some good uh, thoughts about it. But I want to see it again because I, you know. The character development on some of the characters was not there. The story development on the story on the plot was spotty at best. I feel like it needed another thirty minutes or so. I feel like it needed um, needed to give some more weight to some of the like surprise characters that were in there. But overall, I I did like it. I thought it, you know it gave me a little bit of a jump scare here and there. What letter grade would you give it? I mean, I feel like I would still give it an A, but it would be like an A minus. Okay. Because I think, I, I, I mean, I saw it as well. I thought it was, um, I thought it was good. I'm interested to see what my what a younger person thinks. I think two things, right? Like I already am not a big fan of Doctor Strange. I've just never have been. He's he's not my, my cup of tea, right? However, I do feel... And, and I, I try, I'm trying to talk about it without giving out spoilers. But America Chavez, whatever her name is, I still don't know why, who this bitch is, why she here. I'll just put it that way. Like, hey, girl, I'm glad you're here, but who are you? Your name's not on the list. How did you get in this party? So there was, and I'm like, was she? Because she was in What If, wasn't she? Wasn't she? America Chavez? No. no I'm saying yeah. uh, the, the um, Well, so. Go ahead. America Chavez? Yeah. No, we didn't see her before this. So this is our first introduction to her, and there's no backstory. Yes. So, well, so so the, why should I? One care? of the thing, one of the things, one of the things that the other podcast pointed out was that they actually liked that because we so often in these movies they waste half an hour to forty five minutes giving us a backstory on all the characters. Um, I do think that just dropping her in at the beginning because she's the first person that we see. Uh, I feel like that could have been done a little bit better, but it also made, it made you wonder like, why is she important? Why do we, why are we invested in this character? What am I going to see her next? So I do appreciate that. Um, Like I said, I feel like there was some lacking in the character development and, and just like dropping her in immediately without, any introduction was a little weird for me, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't knock the movie for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, it's fine. Uh, it, it's like Shang-Chi. Did I, did I say his name right? Because I fucked it up last time. Is that right? Shang-Chi. 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 Uh, it's like Shang-Chi. Will I watch it again? Shang, I said it right Shang that time. <clears throat> it's like no. Shang Chi. Will I watch it again? Possibly. Do but it, am I I've running back times. to? Huh? I've watched it three times. Yeah, but but were I've you like oh my? Times. But were you like oh my god? I gotta go watch it today. Like there's days where I'm like I need to see Avengers, like the the later ones, not the beginning ones, but. Or Ant-Man, when I'm like, oh, I want to go see Ant-Man, because I love Ant-Man. I don't know if I'm going to run back no. to this movie that that much or that often. Like, I'm going to see it tomorrow, 
And based on probably like the the experience I have with my my baby girl, it may change, right? Because then it's like our movie or something like that. But as at first glance, I w- I'm not ready to run back to it. And and um, I don't know. I think I need to watch it again because I will say, like, any time that Wanda was on screen, I was all oh, about it because she I, she's a bad mm, bitch. She's she a bad bitch. Live for her. Live for her. Yeah, that's a good point. Like. I love Wanda. I I guess my question to me is for this to be setting up phase four, am I interested right like I don't know if I'm as interested right now. Like I'm obviously I'm gonna watch all the movies and all that bullshit. But I don't know if anything like I don't know if it's like, oh my god, I gotta see what's happening next. Whereas like I feel I think like, for me it's for me it's it's more interesting because I feel like with phase three the 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 focus was on like getting the stones so it's like oh yeah, we yeah. have to do we have to do this and like gather everything so with phase four I don't know what's happening so it's all speculation and we are generally always wrong wrong well this is what I was gonna ask you too which is kind of you know I'm gonna give you a hot take do you feel this is Marvel's first flop not money wise because they're always gonna make money but as far as no. m- movie content, no, absolutely you, not. You think there's a absolutely bigger one? You think there's a bigger one? Yeah, because here's here's the thing: is that they've already introduced three potential villains without giving us confirmation of any of them. They have introduced the idea of Chathan. They've introduced the idea of Mephisto, and they've introduced the idea of Nightmare, and. It's, and so, like, the nerds are just running wild with speculations on who the big villain for your Phase 4 is going to be. Also, we know that we have Kang. So, what people are like, oh, well, Kang is obviously going to be the villain. But, like, now we have all these greater entities. And we have the Celestials that are, are now a, a thing. So, like, there's so many things. And they're expanding the universe because with the introduction of the Celestials, they're, like, bigger gods. And then, like, with the Thor... Um, trailer they are they're introducing a different pantheon of gods so like it looks like they're introducing the greek gods so now you have oh. the norse mythology the greek mythology and the egyptian mythology with moon knight so they're expanding the scope of the world so again it's anybody's guess what they're actually doing or where they're going but you don't think it's a flop i'm just going i do not okay i, want I do to not they made $196 million. Again, in the I'm not putting, again, we're not, I'm saying not, I don't want to go off of, of money. What What is like the Rotten Tomatoes score or whatever? Uh, let me see. What's that beat? Somebody get their car. Yeah, scroll that down, please. See. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 87 audience score, 75% tomato meter. Yeah, it's just so it's not a flop. Okay. We'll see. Ten years from now, will you be thinking the same? Uh, we'll see. Well, the only other thing that I wanted to bring to your attention because I just learned this yesterday. 
You know what a library is, right? Public library. Yes. Were you aware of the free resources that you get with a library card? Yes. That's why I look at you all the time. I'm shocked. Go ahead. Like, you can, with your library card, you can go and, like, look for an ebook and just get it, go into the Libby app and get it delivered to your Kindle for free. Any book. Well, I mean, that they have available. Magazines, print and digital. Like, you can free stream music streaming, like TV and movie uh, music streaming. Like, if you're paying for Spotify, you can get music streaming through the library for free. If you're paying for, like, Hulu, you can get that streaming for free if you with your library card. If you no. are d- doing, like, Duolingo to learn a language, they have language learning for free through the library. I didn't know this. Yeah. I could be now, learning French right now. You sure good. Now, depending, I will say, it sounds wonderful. However, when you dig into it, sometimes you will have to wait because it, it, it does work just like a library. So sometimes for certain titles, it'll say it's not available because they're all checked out, even though it's digital, which I think is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I think it is great for those who, because when, when the pandemic first started, I was on Libby just downloading bullshit all the time because it's like they have comics, they have all kinds of things, graphic novels. Like So to your point, yes, you could go crazy. It all it just depends on what your local library has and stuff like that so definitely check with your local uh library because they'll have their own code that you'll put in and stuff like that but yeah free 99 you know that's my favorite have you met me that's my favorite number i I want to get that tattooed honey (laughs) what about you what 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 made you smile this week uh, it's so funny. I had something that made me smile that uh, I can't find. So please don't. <laughs> well, uh, I can spitball it, but I just need to know when it happened. Oh, here it goes. Well, you know, all nightmares must end, right? Sometimes you might wake up in a cold sweat. Sometimes you might wake up, you know, just happy to be alive. Well, this past week, excuse me, yesterday, we can mark an end of an era because CGI Merchant Group, uh, which is a hotel group, brought the 263-room property in D.C. because Donald's Trump Hotel is officially out of business. And I just, oh, I'm so saddened. Bitch, I'm popping bottles. Let me just tell you that. Now, the one thing... (laughs) People were outside just clapping, cheering as the name was brought down. Um, And for me, I just think it's... It's... it's, I don't know. I, I feel happy. And I feel blessed that we are now almost getting close to normal. I know it's still, still, you know, far away. But watching videos of the name being taken off the building makes me want to visit D.C. now. Makes me want to do a White House tour. Because what I'm not going to do is come out of the White House and see that big gold 
name across the street. Not going to happen. Now, I will say, though, just as a, you know, I, I got to be shady. I got to give my little shade comment just a quick moment. I do find it interesting that the Trump Hotel barely made it a year after he left office. Sweet. I, I, wonder, I wonder all those people that were renting rooms and things for, you know, dignitaries and people from overseas to curry favor. Hmm, I, those were all rumors. I, I guess there was nothing to it. So... Um, it's, it really makes me excited and I can't wait to see, I believe it's going to be rebranded as the Wardoff Astoria, which, you know, I love those. So I can't wait to see what they do there. And it should reopen like, what? The Waldorf? What'd I say? The Wardoff? <laughs> wait, why is my, my lips aren't moving right? The Waldorf. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what is happening to me right now? Why? Okay. <clears throat> the Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why my mouth is playing games with me. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be rebranded, I believe, the Walt. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, let's try this one more time. I don't it's... understand because you, how many, how many colleges did you go to? This is, but T, I've noticed my, my, uh, I don't know. The, the verbiage is fucking up. But anyway, let's try this one more time. It should be reopening later this year as the Waldorf. <laughs> the Waldorf Astoria? Oh my god. It should be opening later this year as the Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't understand. It's going to be opening, reopening and rebranded later this year. So stay tuned. Wait, hold on. I don't know. Okay. So how about if I just say, oh, so you think it's going to open later this year. Is that the one that's going to be the Waldorf Astoria? That is, yes. I believe that is the group that they are going to be rebranding it as. And we have several of those in New York. So I I would be happy to see how they kind of turn this around. So I cannot wait to see the Waldorf, that's fancy. A fa- you, exactly. I'll take a fancy. Now I might give you my money when I come to D.C. One day I'm going to go. I did say I want to go see. So, Well, I mean, that was a lot. Uh, that was a lot. Uh, we had some abortion contacts, some oh, Lord. reproductive conversation, some talks about the weather, because Mother Nature's crazy. I need you to leave them alone. Got some new music, some old music, uh, some controversy with casting from a show that I'm anticipating. Uh, some new movies, and your favorite place to stay, the Trump Hotel. Uh, no, 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 but thank you. Oh, my, my, my bad, the Waldorf Astoria. There you go. Thank you so much. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tizom Van Cleef. That's T-I-Z-O-M-V-A-N-C-L-I-E-F. How about you, Brooklyn? And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn. Like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear?